This is Change Your Mindset Podcast, the podcast that helps change your life by helping change the mindset of the 99% into the 1% mindset. Here's your host, Adrian Gomez. Welcome to Change Your Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Gomez. CBDC, Central Bank Digital Currency. For those of you that don't know what that is, I made a podcast episode called Central Bank Digital Currency. This should terrify you. And that podcast will tell you exactly what the CBDC is and why you should be terrified. So take a listen to that podcast if you don't know what the CBDC is. So, the World Economic Forum, the smartest people in the world, the people that think they know how to run the world and they know what's best for you because you cannot think for yourself. They are superior than you. They are smarter than you. So let's go to the website, worldeconomicforum.org. And they published an article on June 29th, 2023 called Central Bank Digital Currency, Global Interoperability Principles. The exploration of central bank digital currencies, CBDC, has gained significant momentum worldwide with over 100 countries actively engaging in CBDC research and development. There is growing recognition of CBDCs as transformative tools in the future of digital payments. To ensure successful implementation and promote interoperability, global coordination becomes paramount. This report analyzes CBDCs from a regional perspective, identifying unique aspects and areas of alignment among jurisdictions. It highlights key principles that can serve as a basis for interoperable CBDC design, including trust, financial inclusion, payment efficiency, regularity, compliance, privacy, cybersecurity, and more. The report calls for public-private cooperation regulatory consistency, innovation, and participation in standards development. The principles presented in the report provides a foundation for CBDC interoperability and the call for continued conversations and the establishment of enforceable standards. By understanding regional priorities, aligning areas of common interest, and adhering to interoperability principles, CBDCs can advance harmoniously leading to efficient and interconnected digital payment systems. This report provides valuable insights for stakeholders involved in CBDC development, fostering a global future where CBDCs can thrive and realize their full potential in transforming the payments landscape. That's the end of the article. So one country has already done the pilot for a CBDC, which is Australia. And the Reserve Bank of Australia, CBDC is still some years away. But they did run a pilot to see how it would work. So I'm going to read an article from March 31st, 2023. And this is was during the pilot of CBDC that Australia was doing. And I'll give you an example of how it worked. Australian big four banks, ANZ, halts cash withdrawals for many branches. The move comes as Australians continue to reduce their usage of cash and bank branches, but has sparked fears that the death of cash is near. The decision has received pushback with critics such as Patricia Sparrow, CEO of the Council on the Aging, 
telling the Australian that the change could disproportionately affect older people who are less capable of going digital. Others have suggested it would make fiat users more susceptible to technical issues. The move has also renewed fears of a push to eliminate cash, and that cash could soon be replaced by central bank digital currencies, CBDCs. The end of cash is near. They are trying to go all digital and then bring in the central bank digital currency, CBDC, to be programmable so they can control how you spend your money. Eventually, they will be able to make your CBDC money expire or disallow certain products. In response to questions from Coinograph, an ANZ spokesperson said that the affected branches are metropolitan branches that have ATM and deposit machines nearby and that the move was partially promoted by in-branch transactions decreasing by more than 50% over the past four years. The development comes as Australia gradually transitions to a cashless society, with the percentage of retail payments made with cash falling from 59% in 2007 to just 27% in 2019. According to a March 16 bulletin from the Reserve Bank of Australia, RBA, the RBA noted that the results from its 2022 survey will be available later this year, but added that the COVID-19 pandemic had only accelerated the trend, with businesses also contributing to the shift. Furthermore, a substantial share of merchants indicated plans to discourage cash payments at some point in the future. The RBA also pointed to a reduction in ATMs and bank branches around the nation, with the number of bank branches falling by 30% since 2017, while ATMs numbers fell by 25% since 2016. One of the major concerns with the CBDCs replacing cash is how they might affect individual freedom and privacy, as cash transactions offer anonymity and the ability to make transactions without leaving a record. A CBDC pilot program is currently underway in Australia, with an update expected around the middle of 2023. And one of the ramifications identified by the RBA was that it could displace the cash Australian dollar. In an emailed response to questions from Cointelegraph, a spokesperson for another of the four big banks, NAB Allied these fears somewhat saying, NAB still handles cash at our branches and we have no plans to change. Cash will continue to play an important part in Australian society for as long as our customers want it to. The other two banks in the big four, CBA and Westpac, did not respond to questions from Cointelegraph by the time of publication. But Westpac told the Australian that it also had no plans to wind back access to cash through its branches. A CBA spokesperson was slightly more ambiguous in the response, however. That is the end of the article. The article is from Cointelegraph.com. And take a listen to this news station in Australia talking about the bank not letting their customers take out cash. We've taken another step towards a cashless society. A big bank has confirmed customers in some locations can no longer withdraw money over the counter as branches continue to wind back services. 
It's up there with the pub with no beer, the bank with no cash. ANZ has confirmed some branches no longer handle cash at the counter. Others are directing customers to smart ATMs for cash transactions. ANZ says only 8% of its customers rely solely on branches. NAB says for its customers, it's only 3%. The number of bank branches nationally dropped 30% in major cities over five years, from more than 3,000 to around 2,300. So, if you want an example of how the CBDC would work in your country, that's your example. So you're probably wondering, how would they use the CBDC and how were they injected? So, this is an article by thepeoplesvoice.tv from a whistleblower from the World Economic Forum. So this is the article. WEF Young Global Leader admits global elite's ultimate goal is CBDC under the skin. A World Economic Forum insider has blown the whistle and admitted that globalists' number one goal is to implant CBDCs as a chip under the skin of every man, woman, and child in the world, with or without their consent, and they will stop at nothing to achieve this aim. According to Professor Richard Werner, the globalist elite have been carefully planning this attack on humanity for decades, and they are now preparing to drop a cluster munition in the heart of civil society to soften people up so they will accept the chip. If anybody is qualified to talk about the evil agenda of the global elites, it's Richard Werner. As a rising economist and WEF young global leader in the early 2000s, he was personally groomed by Klaus Schwab for a key role in the WEF. The future was bright for Werner, who, as a young global leader, had access to Klaus Schwab's contact list, including all the key strategic partners and stakeholders that Schwab likes to boast about. Werner worked with the Japanese government and invented quantitative easing. He published books that were picked up by major publishers and became bestsellers, much like Noah Yuval Harari in recent years. Life for Werner on the WF gravy train was easy. Life was good. But then his conscience got in the way and he decided he could not continue working for the most evil people in the world and plotting the downfall of humanity. Since parting ways with the WEF and finding himself banned from Davos, every major institution in the world has declared him persona non grata. Cambridge University, one of the leading educational institutes in the world, offered him a job only to retract it when they discovered he was a Christian who believes big banks are a cancer on society. You might want to listen to what he has to say. According to Werner, the global elite understand there is a hurdle to getting people to implant the chip under their skin, so they are planning a series of disruptions and crises to prepare humanity to accept a universal basic income, also known as globalized communism, in which the chip will be necessary to receive your monthly stipend. As Werner points out, the microchips are already here and being accepted by the globalist elite's most brainwashed victims, and mainstream media has begun the push for mass adoption. The next step in the elite's plan for mass adoption and total control involves the creation of another global disaster. According to Werner, the moral from dealing with these dangerous nightmare people is a simple one. Don't let them implement their agenda. Don't let it happen. It depends on you. The global elite are determined to take authoritarianism to a whole new level far surpassing anything attempted in Mao's China 
or Stalin's Russia. The general manager of the Bank of International Settlements, known as the Central Bank of Central Banks, issued a disturbing warning about the future of the financial surveillance state and its plans for a castless society. According to Augustin Karstens, central banks will soon have absolute control of everyone's money and the technology to enforce that. According to Werner, we shouldn't be thinking of CBDCs as a currency at all. We have to think of CBDCs as a control system or a permit system, not a currency, Professor Warner explained. It's a conditional currency based on you actually getting that permit. Now, if you happen to be some kind of critic of government policy or a critic of central banks, this could be difficult. Or if you dare to step out of the 15-minute city zone, you know, maybe you'll find that, oh, my CBDC is not working. Of course, these are things we've seen already in China. There's plenty of videos where somebody tries to use it to buy a ticket and it doesn't work because his social credit scores are low. He's not wrong. China has perfected the system of social control using CBDCs to maintain total control over the masses. World Economic Forum founder Klaus Schwab has admitted that China is the model for WEF policies, so it is interesting to see that the Chinese government roll out plans that mirror his own dream of impoverishing the masses and eliminating private ownership. The promise that you will own nothing and be happy was not a joke. And that is the end of the article. So you may be thinking, a chip under your skin? That sounds crazy. That sounds absurd. I don't blame you. What if I told you there's a country that started this a couple years ago? Sweden. So take a listen to this video of people in Sweden getting the chip into their hand. Hannah's getting an electronic chip implanted into her hand. She believes one day we'll all be chipped like her. So congratulations, Hannah. Thank you. You've been chipped? Yes, I have. How does it feel? It feels good. I'm, I'm excited to see what I'll be able to do now. Can I touch it? Yeah, you can, you can feel it there. I feel like this is the future. It's the next big thing that's going to happen. There you have it. It's already happening. And here's a small clip of the whistleblower from the WEF, Richard Werner talking about the chip. Literally delayed their agenda because I think it's so important to them. They've been very careful about the timing and they've, oh, let's wait a little longer. Let's wait a little longer. Let's have this crisis first. Oh, let's have COVID first, you know, soften them up. But they've delayed because the technology was already ready um, around 2015 to roll out. And what, what people don't mention is what do these CBDCs actually look like? You know, um, at the moment, there's a bit of talk about this being phone-based apps. And yes, that is the initial phase. But what was already ready around 2015 is the ultimate goal, what they really want. Apparently, I was told by a central banker is, you know, CBDC looks like a small grain of rice that they want to put under your skin, which is, in my view, a violation of human dignity. And they realize there is a hurdle. So... <laughs> to get people to get people to accept this, there will be, you know, why, why suddenly all the billionaires saying, let's have universal basic income? Because the story is going to be, oh, now we've created, we've created this vast unemployment and, and uh, disruption and crises. Well, we need universal basic income. You will get uh, 2,000 euros into your account every month. But of course, to 
run this efficiently, we need to use the latest technology. So, you know, you, you need the CBDC uh, chip implant. But how many people will say, okay, fine, 2,000 pounds, uh, the 2,000 euros, you know? Um, a, surprising, <laughs> a, a surprising proportion, shockingly, obviously, to me or yourself, but we've seen... Uh, Years ago, in Sweden, there has been a substantial small minority take-up of what's currently much larger. It's kind of like a little cylinder in stainless steel, I guess. Maybe it's titanium or something. Uh, and they are doing it because they just want to. They want to be early adopters of this nonsense. So if anyone's listening and that sounds fanciful or conspiracy theorish, uh, the fact is in Sweden, they are taking it up and in other places, and that's not coming out of nowhere. That's not just some local tech firm makes this you you know it's part of it's the early adoption kind of tendrils coming out from the mothership so yeah interesting times ahead but now as you say uh, richard now is the chance for awareness wider awareness and the time to start taking action in any way you can exactly exactly and that's it with his little interview so one of the scary things that's already happening that businesses and corporations are starting is putting the chip into your hand for you can purchase food at their business. Or let's say they have a vending machine, water machine, whatever it is. They're telling you put the chip in to get the food or to use it as your ID or to even open doors. So here's a clip of that already happening. Elias Brodberger goes to work. He doesn't need ID and he doesn't need money. In fact, much of what he needs to get through the day is hidden right there, just below the surface, in his hand. Would you like to touch it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah, it's yeah. like a grain of rice. Yeah, a grain of rice. Embedded in his hand is a microchip that serves as his keys, his ID, and his wallet. Yeah, it's all in chips. So I use it like to get around the building. Buy snacks. Yeah, exactly. Let's buy some snacks. Exactly. So I can't open it. No. Okay. So what I need to do is I need to first blip my chip. I need to log me in, mm -hmm. and from there I get access to the fridge. Popular TV shows like Black Mirror have imagined chips as part of a dystopian future. Install ingrained procedure with local anesthetic and you're good to go. In Sweden, the microchips are already here. The microchip implants use the same technology that's in contactless credit cards. Which have made cash pretty much obsolete in Sweden. No cash. At this tech fair, a chipping event for those on the cutting edge, merging their hands with this new technology. I thought it would be fun, right? The process is simple and swift. A pinch of the skin, and in a matter of seconds, the chip is inserted. The transformation is complete. As for the pain... I barely felt it. But even in this nation of early adopters, not everyone is racing to get chipped. I feel less human. I will feel like a robot. I think, I mean, it's so much more data can go into this, you know, when it's in your body. There's no central registry tracking how many people are chipped, but biohacker Hannes Wellblood estimates between five and 10,000. In the future, do you think everyone is going to be chipped? I think it'll be voluntary, but I am certainly convinced that millions of people will find it very, very valuable to have a smart device under their skin. Human microchipping may be our future, but in Sweden, it's already reality. We talk a lot about China and how communism controls the people and they don't have freedom. And some people in America hate this country, which is sad because as a country, you have your freedom, you can do whatever you want. 
In China, they control you. They tell you what you can and cannot do. You have no rights. You have no freedom. And here's a video of how it works in China. And if you want to keep your freedom in America, this is what you have to fight for. School brings benefits, but people with low scores lose rights. The cinema names and shames people considered untrustworthy, plastering their details, even their addresses across big screens. It's a matter of principle. Those people have to be condemned. Those people aren't honest, so they have to pay the price. It's only right to pay your debts. You have to blacklist those that don't. The Supreme Court has created a blacklist for so-called bad citizens, those whose ratings have dropped to zero. On it are companies, but also 23 million people to date. Among them is this journalist Liu Hu. He got a little too close to uncovering corruption among high-profile party members. After being sued for defamation by the subject of a story he'd written, he was blacklisted. He only realized when he tried to buy a train ticket and was told he was banned from traveling. That tells me I'm still on the blacklist. Punished because he's been branded untrustworthy by the state. Once you're blacklisted, you can no longer get a bank loan, start a business, buy an apartment, or even send your children to a private school. This is what they want. This is what the World Economic Forum want. And they admire China, like I said. Klaus Schwab wants this. He wants the world to be exactly like how China has it. You have no freedom. You have no rights. You are controlled. And there's a video of him actually saying he respects how China is running the country. Here's the video. I uh, respect uh, China's achievements, which are tremendous over the last uh, over 40 years. I think it's um, a role model for many countries. When they say, you will own nothing and be happy, they mean it. So this is why CBDC is so dangerous. This is why the chip is so dangerous. It's all about control. If you like your freedom, if you like to do whatever you want, you have to be aware of this, and people need to pass a message, and people need to start waking up and realize what's really going on. Otherwise... Your freedom as you know it will be gone. And the last thing I'm going to leave you with is, there's actually a book that was created thousands of years ago that predicted something like this. It's called the Bible. And I'm going to read you Revelations chapter 13, 15, 16, 17, 18. So, 15. And he had power to give life until the image of the beast that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. 16. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. 17. And that no man might buy or sell, save he that hath the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. 18. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred, three score, and six. Whether you are religious or not, it is very interesting that thousands of years, 
they predicted something like this. And the CBDC and the chip is pretty much what we're talking about. Whether this is the mark of the beast or not. This is very interesting, the comparison. If you don't have the chip, if you don't have it in your hand, you won't be able to eat, buy anything, sell things, and you will be controlled. And that's pretty much what it says in the Bible, in the Revelations. Which is pretty scary in my opinion. But who knows, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But the comparison is so, so similar. That you cannot deny. But that's going to be it for this podcast. Like I said, hopefully people are learning, people are educating themselves, and realize there's more things happening in this world than you actually know. The world isn't odd. Butterflies and rainbows. Unfortunately, this world, if you wake up and realize what's really going on, there's a lot of evil and corruption going on, and we're living in scary times. But the more you educate yourself, the more you change your mindset, the more you wake up, the better off you will be. Because you're not hearing this on mainstream media, because they don't want you to know any of this. They don't even want the best for you. They just tell you, watch the Kardashians, watch sports, Go watch whatever stuff that's irrelevant. That's not even going to change your life. People are just unfortunately brainwashed. And that's why I say you need to change your mindset. But that's going to be it for this podcast. Hopefully you guys learned something and realize what's going on. And thank you Patreon member Blade262 for being a Patreon member and supporting the podcast. If you like to support the podcast and be a Patreon member, the link is always in the description below. Please subscribe. Leave good comments if you guys learn something and share with others because it does help the podcast grow and hopefully we can help others realize what's going on and for people to be better off and be better versions of themselves because now more than ever, people really need it. So thank you guys again. I wish you the best. Be safe. Take care of yourself. And as always, change your mindset to change your life. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Change Your Mindset Podcast. Be sure to tune in every week for a new episode. As always, change your mindset to change your life.